Hey everybody, welcome to Comics All A Mode, the podcast where we talk about comic books, TV, movies, geek culture, nerddom, video games, literally anything that pops into my scarily, scarily, oh my gosh, scarily? Scarily? Scarily large head. I have a large head. <laughs> that's your, that's where you were going with that? That's where I was going with that. <laughs> scarily large head? But, you know, whatever. Uh, yeah. Hey, just so we clear this up, obviously we didn't have an episode last week and that is honestly entirely my fault. Um, because Joe came into town, I thought we would have a little bit of like respite, but Wednesday night when he got into town, we went to a baseball game, which took up our evening to record Thursday night. We were in, we were in Sedona up until we went to the premiere for Thor so that was filled up. And then Friday and Saturday night, we were out dancing at on the town. Um, Ooh, night so, on the town. And so, Very yeah, fun. so I, we just had a lot going on with Joe in town, and he just couldn't find time to record. Well, the blame that- isn't, isn't squarely on your shoulders. I, I had some time. I probably could have recorded something. <laughs> but, you know, I didn't. we didn't want to drop our Thor thoughts individually or anything. So we're going to... We're going to wait and talk about it. We're all back and ready. Exactly. Um, And so this week, so we're also not going to talk about Thor this week because I want to go see it a second time. Um, Landon has already seen it a second time. And I need need a second time to really solidify some of my thoughts because I have initial thought. I still, even mulling over this movie for a while, I still have very initial thoughts. And I don't know if, that of course those those uh, are correct to me. I think I need to. This is definitely a movie that I need to see more than once, and so I'm going to go this weekend. Uh, I will so say that about- my thoughts didn't really change at all when I That's when good. I watched it. So. But what we will do is right now. What was your number rating, Landon, for Thor? My number rating. Yeah. Um. Well, I kind of go by the letterboxed format, which is an app. That if you like watch a lot of movies and you review a lot of movies, you can you can write up write up a little something and then you can give it a, a star rating. So out of the star rating, I think I gave it uh, a two and a half. Hmm. Yeah, interesting. I think my oh, review yeah. it wasn't too in depth, but I said one star for Christian Bale, one star for Chris Hemsworth, and then mm-hmm. half a star for something else but that was like the whole review so nice and that's pretty much i mean those are those capture what i thought was the greatest parts about the film was both of those things so cool yeah Yeah. i would i'm on the lower end i would say it was seven for me so far seven and a half a seven and a half out of five you know or ten gosh five would be Probably There's so many different rating systems out there. Out if, I mean, a two and a half out of five stars would probably be like, uh, well, that's a 50%. I mean, that's half. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, you know, if yeah. it was out of a 10, I'd bump it up a little bit more. So that's where that half star came from. I was like, that's not worthy of two stars. I got to give it a little something. Yeah, I mean, I, I enjoyed little, my time. It was fun. But, a little extra. Yeah. You, you had to give it a little extra. I want to give um, it a, le- a little extra, yeah. <laughs> I didn't hate uh, yeah. that. I didn't hate it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, that being said, there's a little, there's a, uh, so we're going to talk uh, TV shows today. Um, 
we have yeah, we got a lot to catch up on. We have three episodes of the boys to kind of debrief and kind of give our thoughts about the end. Um, which honestly, I'm kind of okay with talking about all three of them today because I, it, the boys is definitely one of those shows that it's like it's kind of the overall thought rather than like the the nitty gritty details of specific things that happen in the show. Like there's some stuff, but you know, yeah. Um, and then we're also going to talk. Stranger Things, because that is one of the things that I did this week is I finished, finally finished Stranger Things. Um, so I did that. And then also for a little little tease before we get into news of the week, um, I, I have, I got to talk, uh, I've got to talk Miss Marvel. Brace yourselves, talk, folks. This I've is gotta, like the biggest irony of all time right here. I have to, yeah. <laughs> I have to talk about Miss Marvel because I was wrong. He likes it. <laughs> I was wrong. Um, and we'll get into why and a little bit of why. Um, I won't be doing like major spoilers. I'll, I'm just going to be talking no, for sure. about the, a lot of the themes of the uh, show. And hilariously enough, Landon already knows like the biggest like plot like twist yeah, of I, the um... show. Like it was the it was honestly it was the end credits like stinger that connects it all back to the MCU. Um, and so we'll talk you know, about that too. If you want, we could just talk about it right now because I just got done watching episode three, which means I'm okay. halfway oh, through the yeah, series. Yeah, yeah. And I know about Captain Marvel's little pop up at the end. I know okay. about Kamala being a mutant. I spoiled it for myself. I don't care. And I've already given uh, my thoughts kind of on the opening episode uh, gotcha. a couple of pods back when oh, I was yeah, alone. I so we can talk about it if you want. Okay. Yeah, that's fine too. Um, so, news of the week. There's two things that we, I, I actually, hilariously enough, two things that I thought about this week and then you texted me today um, that actually correlate together. And it was funny that that is the way it oh, nice. happened. It's, Love that. Um, so today Landon sent me a quote unquote leaked image. Yeah. Or a leaked concept of having Dr. Doom. Yeah. Yeah. So I think this dropped today. Okay. I was scrolling just on my phone at work and um, I saw a couple of people talking about Dr. Doom. And I was like, wait, what? Why would they be talking about Dr. Doom? He's not been in like any news lately. And then I have been hearing a, a couple of whispers about some leaks from Wakanda Forever, which is the second mm. Black Panther film. And apparently there was a, a leaked previs render of some, some special effects suit that was going to be used for Dr. Doom in Wakanda forever. Apparently this is going to be part of some bigger end credit scene featuring Dr. Doom. Um, I, I really don't have any faith that this is legit one because it just looks too much like Dr. Doom. There's like zero MCU. It's like, they just took it from, you remember the Marvel ultimate Alliance game? Yeah, there's yeah, a yeah. there's a cinematic trailer where he's battling all the Avengers and X Men. It looks exactly like that. Yeah, it kind of does look like that. Minus the cape, so I don't really have faith that this is a, a legit leak. But yeah. I will say I do think Feige has plans to get Victor Von Doom in mm-hmm. the MCU sometime soon, That's... and Black Panther two makes sense. So that makes sense. Yeah, that. Um, oh, geez, my my audio is just. Oh wait, hold on. Uh, wait. Yeah, you look super low. Testing, testing, testing. Can I hear myself? I can't hear myself. 
you guys are getting the raw test. Oh, hello. <laughs> All right. There, Nothing there. like a mid-pod audio. I, I, uh, I forgive uh, forgive me, guys. I'm still my throat has not like recovered from last week, and so I'm. It, it All the like dancing. Yeah. All the dancing and singing and exactly. yelling at exactly. baseball games. <laughs> um, Shout so, out to Joe, you. by the way. Dude was super cool. It was nice to meet yeah. you. I tagged along with the uh, Thor uh, premiere. Yes, so, all, that was fun. Thor. It was fun. Um, <coughs> all right. Yeah, what do right. you think about uh, this Bobby Dr. Doom? Well, hilariously leak. enough, um, the thing that I was thinking about this week was Namor. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's another piece. And I actually, because I saw something this week that talked about how Namor was going to be in, um, obviously he was going to be in uh, Wakanda Forever, which we're kind, we're starting to become. It's it's becoming pretty pretty. Yeah. If Namor's not in this, I, I, you know, I'm pretty I, sure it's totally okay. confirmed. That was not. I mean, yeah. it was a leak, but that is legit. Seen, we've seen leaks Namor's of like. Design. Yeah, we've seen leaks of um, Atlantean soldiers and everything. So we know the Atlanteans are going to probably be part of this. But, oh, so, okay, I guess it was, like, he's going to be more of a Mayan, like, Aztec. Yeah. Um, interesting direction. It's interesting. It's 100%. It's very interesting. Uh, I'm, honestly, sure, fine. Fine by me. Like I, I don't know anything about Namor, to be honest. So, yeah, I'm all for it. I mean, he's a, he's, he's a white, he's kind of, I, maybe he's Asian, maybe he's Asian descendant. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. But, like in the comics, it's like, it's, he's depicted as a, like an Asian dude. Um, a lot of the times, and, yeah. Um, yeah, captain of the, or uh, king of the sea. I honestly, I have no problem with that. I like, ask Me that, you know, it's sure. It could look Honestly, it's, uh, it's a pretty unexplored like I lore. Love, mythos, I feel like I also love that like they're obviously Jason Momoa is Hawaiian, I think. Yeah, or partially Hawaiian, Polynesian, um, I think. Polynesian, yeah, of some kind. Um, so like they're they're doing their own thing to kind of try to separate it a little bit from like the aquaman mythos and everything and i'm 100 percent okay yeah. for that also this is Wakanda. this is a wakandan movie so i feel like it kind of makes sense that they're going to keep like you know namor in that vein so i yeah i think this is a great i think this will be kind of really interesting i think it'll make it just interesting so like then that plays into the idea that like Okay, if we have Namor in this, in this, Doctor Doom is coming, baby. Yeah, maybe you get Doctor Doom actually. Credits, classic, like classic team scene? up. Could be, um, but yeah, I, I I'm I'll say that um, I'm interested to see where we're kind of forever. What it's, we get it, I'll tell you what, this is going to be a fascinating movie. Just yeah, what we know true. about all the production issues, true. and obviously the work around Chadwick Boseman is going to be difficult because that's your prime cast leader right there yeah. gone tragically. Um, it's interesting that they would do the Aztec Mayan route because that's a yeah. South American. If, if I'm not wrong, that's like a South yeah. American sort South of American. religion and, and historical culture. And Wakanda obviously is in Africa. So it's like, why would the two 
countries be involved? Like what's happening? It's got to well, be something about the ocean. Be something about, yeah, that's, yeah, that's what I would say. Um, I think you're right. And who knows how Dr. Doom plays into it? He might not. I mean, who knows? But sure. um, it's but interesting. Yeah, I don't, there's not a lot. We're, we're in a period of time where there's not a lot of, a lot of big news coming out right now. What did you um, hold on before we move on from the Namor yeah, yeah. Black Panther subject? What do you what do you think of like the look? Have you seen that design? Yeah, I saw, for I saw, that's that's what I saw. I actually think it's great. I think it's cool. Um, yeah, for the I most part, I, I like works. it. For the most part, I like it. I just don't know about like <laughs> a lot of the um, a lot of the the facial jewels and and bedazzling yeah. and, and jewelry that he has on his face, particularly. He's got like a stick through his nose or something, and he's got like earring, like big earrings and and things yeah, like but that. That's, I'm not that's, sure about that, just that from is, a design that's standpoint. The South American culture that they're working. Yeah, with. I know it's it yeah, just it's, feels it's unfamiliar. Be, so I'm kind of like big. iffy on it, but it, the design might kick ass in the movie. So I'm sure I'll eat my words on that one. But other than that, yeah, dudes like wearing no clothes, which is classic Namor. So. <laughs> True, true. Uh, and I like the armbands and things that he has on him. So it's, it's pretty solid. So, yeah, no, I, anyway. I, uh, I agree with that. Um, trying to fix this Jamie Christmas. I can't tell guys again, my voice is just shot. And so I can't tell if my audio is good or not because I can't tell how my voice sounds and my ears are apparently not working. We'll just turn you up and post. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I'm gonna have to go do. Increase that gain a thousandfold. Um, I wanted to talk about um, mm-hmm. there's a couple. I mean, obviously we didn't do a pod last week, so there's a couple bits yeah. of news I'd like to catch up on. Oh, I know yeah, we've been talking, do we've been talking Kenobi to death? But there are a couple developments on Obi Wan Kenobi that I wanted to yeah. discuss. One was the inclusion. There's been a lot of uh, chatter about the original writer for obi-wan kenobi i don't know what his name is but um he was interviewed and he gave he gave some of his thoughts on his original script which did include commander cody uh the famous clone general that was with obi-wan during the clone wars Mm. um in what capacity he would have been involved in the original script i don't know but i think that could have been really cool to see he also had reva die in his script which I feel like would have been a pretty strong ending for that character. And overall, he just kind of had, it sounded like he had just a bunch of different character beats and, and big moments in the script. What do you, what do you think about that? Um, sure. I, I, I never, I mean, I never thought it was going to happen. I never cared. Neither did um, I. Whether he popped up or not. Like I just, okay, cool. Rex would have been cool, but like, okay um yeah yeah i'm not you know i'm not the star wars nerd here so like i'm just really to to know that it was in the works from an early stage uh, i think he started writing this back in 2017 Mm. so it was a pretty early idea to have cody in this which i feel like could have been really cool because the clones have this new story behind why they betray the jedi um with the chips in their heads and everything i think it would have been cool to see what a clone like that who worked so closely with the Jedi would think about it because, mm. you know, we've seen a couple different star Wars mediums tell this story and, and how it, it, the chip kind of wears off and, you know, you got the bad batch coming out, which is going to have Cody in it. But 
he's he would he just worked so closely with obi-wan that i feel like it, it could have been like a strong story moment or something like that never did i expect that we'd see him in it but if he was yeah. you know an early idea from the ground floor it could have been developed into into something cool but yeah um, the other piece of news surrounding kenobi was there is a two hour two and a half hour cut of kenobi that was edited into a movie and i have it <laughs> i downloaded it uh from a link that i found off of youtube because star wars theory and all these big star wars youtube channels were talking about it and i followed the trail of breadcrumbs and I downloaded this two and a half long cut of Kenobi, which has different cuts of Star Wars music in it. It takes all six Kenobi episodes and trims them down into like a film format. And, you know, the stitches have been have been have been sealed and it it all looks pretty seamless from what I've seen. I've only watched like the first six minutes, which aren't really much of a change. But I'm excited to watch that. So maybe next week you'll hear my thoughts on what the Kenobi edited movie looks like. Um, which is pretty cool. I wanted to let you know because the link is not available anymore. So if you want to see it, I have it. I could share it with you somehow. But uh, yeah, pretty exciting. I'm still hyped on Kenobi, sort of. So but, yeah, cool. cool, cool. Yeah, no. Um, and there you go, folks. That's the um, that's my favorite three three words all together because they all mean about the same thing. Yeah, no, but um. That's yeah, four. no, but um, that's four. <laughs> All right, there you uh, have it. That's also four. That doesn't work either. Just, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I don't have any other news really. Yeah, I mean, um, not not a ton of huge news, but we've got a, a quite a few comic books came out this week. Um, it's today when they came out today when we record. We record on Wednesdays. Um, but when you hear this on Fridays, it will be from this week. Um, my boy Chip Sadarsky is started two books this uh, today. Yeah, he started um, Big Daredevil week. number one, as well as the Batman uh, issue. I think it's one twenty-five. It is. Yeah, you're right. Eleven, eleven twenty-five. I guess um, because Batman is in like a, uh, oh actually it's the batman so maybe it is 25 whatever anyways uh 125 uh in both very good books very very interesting where we're gonna go from this issue um sounds like the dogs like the books too i think oh yeah 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 they actually they were like trying to pester me while i was reading my comics today uh, when i got home i want to read uh, what is what's going on with batman daredevil not cool not cool um so yeah so those books came out um and then we there's a couple books that we're gonna or oh no we're not gonna talk about them this week we're gonna talk about them next no, week. next week we're talking about thor um because landon has not he, i'm the one who came back from the comic book shop and instantly started reading them yeah um, i switched i got a new comic book shop so i'm still kind of in transition here but i did pick up a couple different comic books this week i just have to read them i'm gonna pick up that sentinel of liberty series for cap which i'm excited about i haven't read that either though so next week we'll get caught up on our comics and our marvel stuff yes sir um and so that brings us to we'll talk about stranger things first because that was has probably been out the longest and i just finally watched it this week um 
or finished watching it this week and I just kind of had a couple thoughts um, from the last time we talked about Stranger Things. Because it's not been too when... long since it dropped. It's been two weeks yeah. as of this Friday. So, I mean, it's oh, pretty, pretty recent still. Still pretty recent. Um, so, what, like, circle, to circle back on one of our discussions we had about Stranger Things last time. Yes. Hit me. I talked, as I talked about why I haven't really been in love with this series. I haven't really been in You're love with this series. You have to refresh me. I don't remember. <laughs> so... Season one was great. I actually really liked season one. Yes. I think, it's very, I think it was a very, very fresh idea. It was great. Really killed it. Agreed. Uh, stakes wise, I thought it was, it, I thought it was fine. I, it, the stakes were high enough for me to care. And I was like, all right, cool. This is great. The issue I've had with two um, seasons two and three is I just did not care about the stakes it was just like oh this is a new monster another monster that is is tied to this thing that was supposed to die it's like this gag is getting old and so it like never yeah it just really hinders on what you think about the characters of will billy and 11 and obviously will is kind of iffy in the character department billy is kind of a racist so if you don't care about him that's a big uh point of contention for season three and obviously 11 is kind of just doing the same thing for those first few seasons at least so So, that's pretty valid valid opinion so like i I just i just never cared okay that this is the this is the season that that actually made me care like this is the season like all right stakes stakes were high enough Stakes actually got me interested. Like Vecna yeah. is such is a very interesting character, especially once you as you start to learn about the fact that he like befriended L. Yep. Also, come to find out that he is the number one. Um, Bro, it seems like half of the season is just flashbacks. Yeah, and, I, and I was okay with it. Like, that was crazy. Heavy. It's crazy that like I was I like okay. It. Yeah, with the that was great. That's how you do it. Um, you know? And they had a story so, device for it. You know, yeah, L exactly, was in the yeah, exactly, sensory exactly. deprivation chamber. So that was seamless. I thought it worked for me pretty well. A hundred percent. And so, yeah, I really liked, I really liked it. I really liked the last two episodes. Um, I think what it sets up for the final season. Excuse oh, me. Hell yeah. Wow. The final season Jeez. is going to be wild. You mentioned what stakes earlier. Yeah. Stakes have never been higher. And that's the thing. It's like I like at the end. I was like, "Yep, okay, I'm all in. <laughs> like, here we go. Let's do this." Duffer um, Brothers have come out and said that season five will be the end of Stranger Things. Like, yes, the, they have, the, which that makes go. me super exciting. That's good exciting. to hear because, like, like this it means they're working to an ending. Like, they are. They know where they're going, and they want. Yeah. Now, what I will say is one of the issues with season four is that. I feel like season five, a lot of people are going to end up end with season five, very disappointed in whatever story they tell. Bold. Because because I don't know. I don't think you can top this season. I think this season was fantastic. And I think, I think they're going to have a really big issue with people being very disappointed with the show. It'll be difficult, but I mean, that's kind of the problem you you run the risk of, you know, 
either insulting your fans because you didn't do what they assumed they would look at look at the state of the star wars fandom right now it's True. always divided because you have different people who have different opinions about this thing that is so huge that it just warrants all that all that talk and and all those different opinions stranger things you know it also has a shit ton of characters there's a ton of characters and everybody has a different opinion on those characters and it is really difficult to balance expectations when you have to play with so many moving pieces. So you're right that the Duffer brothers do have a very difficult task ahead of them, making sure season five is satisfying for everybody who's watching. That will be difficult, but I think that, you know, season one, super strong start season two, kind of a dip, but I thought it was still pretty good. I liked season three and season four is just universally regarded as being amazing. amazing. So season five, I'm all for it. You know, let's see what you got Duffer brothers. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, do we want to talk, do you want to talk or do we want to talk Miss Marvel first or, uh, and then the boys, or do we want to do the boys and then leave Miss Marvel for the end? Since it's oh, um, I don't know. I was uh, I was gonna get into a Stranger Things spoiler. Oh, oh. Do you want? Oh, I mean, okay. do you want to just briefly oh, talk about no. sort of? Yeah. Um, Let's do it. Well, there was uh, like, what do you think about the state of Hawkins at the end of this oh. at the end of this uh, season and like the character deaths and all that? Like, there was a lot that season four had to wrap up, and there was a lot of different storylines. I'm just wondering your thoughts. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. How it, everything um, tied up, you know? So it's actually funny. My my roommate Savannah watched the show before before I did, um, and I and I remember because I was watching something else in the living room, and she comes out and is like, "Wait, is it over? Is that it? Is that the end? Like yeah. what? Like so confused." And I'm like, "What? What?" And so when I watched the it's ending, the funny thing was good. Like, <laughs> the ending though to me made sense. Like, yeah, I thought it was perfect. Like, honestly, it, like it literally made sense. I I liked where it left all the characters. I I, I, I it was sad to see Eddie go, and I really love. Yeah, that was Dustin, the big thing. The Dustin interaction, but like, all right, cool, he dead. Bye. I, like people like the the discourse all over the internet like oh my god i can't believe this person died like l- like okay but he every, every, like he was a yeah, great character he had a great ending so what more everybody made you want? this sound like this was stranger <laughs> things infinity war like that's what this was and it was like guys the one the character you guys just met in this one show died whoop d like, and that's okay. nothing new. Like, that's nothing that? new for Stranger Things. Like, there's always a character that's really beloved that just ends up as I, like owner, it always. You know? It was always so. It. Weird. <laughs> it was always so weird to me because I was like, "All right, but Hopper didn't die. You know, Mike didn't just all of a sudden keel over and dead, and like no warning, like." That would be an oh my god moment if that it was like oh my god moment. Will, Will, you're the heart, you're the heart, and they're like, yeah, we gotta sacrifice the heart. 
<laughs> like, yeah. like, oh, eleven like, is eleven is on this pizza counter. She needs, you yeah, know, yeah, exactly. She needs a sacrifice in order to get more power or whatever. Oh, let's just <laughs> kill Mike. <laughs> Mike, we need you let's to get the power of their of love. The table. We need and you just to kill get Mike. on top of the table, and you have to do self-sacrifice on yeah. top of like over like Did just you pull like yourself. a pull like a Ben and, Solo and Ray and just give his life force to her somehow. And yeah, just exactly. Boost yeah, her yeah, power yeah. and upside down. Yeah. So Damn. like that was always funny to me because I was like, all right, like everybody's all freaking out. I'm like, that what? Like why are we all freaking? Like why are we freaking out? I mean, it makes, it makes sense. Just he's die. a. I thought he was if a great Dustin, character. Yeah, yeah, but he's a new character. He's yeah. on the. He's on the. This guy is gonna die. Uh, this guy's gonna die. Oh, 100%. I mean, he was on the top of the list for characters who unless, might. Unless like, like yeah, unless like life. <laughs> altering decisions need to be made yeah like dude he's, he's, at, the his, top. Um, he's at the top like you're not gonna head. have nancy oh that was dope in the upside right? down that was hell sick. yeah maybe that was like, sick like, so yeah so i was like because when everybody said this i kept thinking it was harrington i was like oh she he was like second harrington, on the harrington is gonna die I kept and like I, I always was I, I when i thought that i was like damn that's sad because i like he's one of those characters that i like I love steve um but yeah so like people real chill out like you're like dude i mean that's really that's really, isn't it? just didn't just die you know people God, just so- have to i mean that's kind of like the worst part of fandom in my opinion is that people just form these intense attachments to these characters and they just cannot fathom that anything bad would happen to them so much so that it, it manifests in like a real love and you start getting yeah. stan accounts and shit like that, which is just the worst. Um, but Eddie was great. Well, I think, folks, you know, there's, folks, you can't Landon, ask for more folks. Landon speaks uh, from personal experience because he has many stan accounts out. I did. Um, you know, I ran that Obi-Wan Kenobi stan account, which didn't, you know, didn't gain any traction at all, and I'm bitter about it. No, so, what's up, bro, Twitter? I, bro, I was saying, I was saying, you have stan accounts of yourself, bud. Oh, I have stan accounts of myself. Oh, yeah. I have all you know, three of our I'm listeners creating stan accounts for me. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what's happening. Um, and it's really just the the random prison inmate that found our podcast. Yeah, dude, the random there. Russian prison why. inmate that's just listening to our podcast. Shout out. <laughs> Speaking of, why did they do nothing? Well, I mean, it's not like why, but I thought something would happen to the Russian, you know, the guy that imprisoned Hopper. Oh, no. His his shit was just kind of dropped. They didn't really return to him. So, and he's not in Hawkins either. It's just kind of like he disappeared. That was one thing where I was like, what is going on? Where's the resolution with like the the Russian stuff, which some people will say, oh, it doesn't matter because the Russian stuff was the weakest part of the season fair but you know that's, oh, that's not good when a show season? doesn't wrap up everything yeah oh no you had, you had the russian prison. i love the russia stuff same i love the russian stuff but I, i'm saying like um oh, god that, that smuggler the peanut butter smuggler and the russian inmate with hopper those guys just disappear it's like they show up with the chopper and then it's like yeah we don't need you anymore thank you for your service goodbye <laughs> so yeah it would be cool if like just everybody showed up in hawkins and then in season five you just get like these weird russians these this the weird cia agent that's with um miss wheeler the whole time like just have everybody in the same place is all i ask 
And thankfully, that's what we're getting. Duffer Brothers have said we're not getting any new characters next season. So I think that's good. I mean, yeah, I think that's smart for them right now. I think they need to focus on making sure that they, um, you know. The characters they have are actually given development. Yeah. I'm looking at you, Mike, Will, Jonathan. No. uh, (laughs) Damn, that whole crew. Will can go die. Exactly, but that would be character development at least. Like Will, Will needs to die. Do. Will needs to die in the first five minutes of he season had the, five. We got the like, team like, literally hair standing like, up like, again, so he's in like, it, dude. Again, you know, you, you know, you know how you fix that. You know how you know how Vecna no longer has a thing has a uh, uh, a thing for the kids of Hawkins. You cut Will's hair. So his hair can't stand up on end, and then you're done. You give him you a give, full on buzz. Here's what you do: you, you give, give Vecna you Will's give hair. Yes, done. Just Dead. do that. Vecna's, Vecna's gonna just have an allergic reaction to the fact that it's a bowl cut and die. Yeah, they'll be like, "Wear this," and it'll give you so much power. And then they just give give him Will's haircut, and then he just dies instantly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, but no, I think I think it was great. Yeah, but no, guys, that's it. Uh, that's the that's gonna be the title of this um, episode. Yeah, but no. Will's hair. Um, about Will. Will's hair. Yeah, about but it. no. <laughs> um. So yeah, it was good. Uh, I, I like was the stuff. Very, I'm with very pleasantly surprised. Um, and I'm very much on board for the final season. I'm very. The much only thing I asked from season like, five, I'm ready. I'm ready to now watch, uh, Stranger Things like binge it the very like Me the too. very first day that it's that it's out because like that's just how well this show did to get me like oh okay i'm in i'm all in and season four did such a good job of tying all the previous seasons together what with like um damn what's the redhead girl's name max yeah, um, with Max and her resolution with her brother Billy and that being a big part of her story and why Vecna was, you know, looking at her to, to use as a sacrifice and things to just like explaining more of the upside down. It's like Vecna's behind all this shit. Just the fact that he was he's the guy behind the mind flare. Like he formed like the upside down particles into the mind flare. I mean, that was a sick twist that I thought would have more impact. So I hope in season five we get to see like that wind mind flare just like emerge out of the cracks in Hawkins, right? And see him like in the real world. Like season five just is promising the upside down is just going to pour out into Hawkins. And I'm all here for that. You know, just go crazy and just have the upside down leaking into this cozy little American town. I mean, I'm there day one and I'm, you're, I'm right there with you. I'm going to binge the whole series, start I'm to ready, finish, folks. see how it all connects. That's going to be I'm fun. Ready. Yeah, it's going to be fun. It's going to be good. Um, yeah, all right, I don't so, have much else to add. I just uh, yeah. really enjoyed that season. Sure. So Yeah, it was good. Speaking was of really seasons good. I enjoyed, though, let's get into the boys. The boys. The boys are back, folks. The boys are back um, in town. Well, now they're gone. Uh, the boys Better and angrier than ever. Um, yeah, got superpowers um, flying all over the place. Herogasm. So yeah, so yeah, we haven't so we talked have about herogasm. No, we haven't. So we have the last three episodes to kind of talk about. Um, if there's 
you absolutely could bring up. I think the biggest thing uh, coming out of the Hero Gasm episode for me was it, it, it was it was just funny because like they'd been hyping this the this episode up for so long because in the comics the actual Hero Gasm yeah. is just uh, uncalled for. Like it's just insane to the way over the top. Like it crosses a top. bunch of lines. <laughs> Um, this one definitely does cross a bunch of lines. And but nothing that's not been crossed before. I can feel in that regard it was pretty tame because it's like, oh, we've seen this messed up stuff before. Yeah, it's you know, it's true. Nothing new, but it's it was true. still like jarring nonetheless to see it again. It was jarring. It always is. Sure. Like I was prepared, I guess. But uh, I think the biggest standout, the, the, two, the two biggest things for that episode – that come to mind are a the initial fight between butcher homelander and soldier boy that was just badass that scene was just awesome um so cool especially watching it like three more times after the fact yeah Um, such a i've been revisiting that scene quite a lot very well Um, made technically the other piece that i really resonated was the argument between um, Huey and Butcher? Starlight. Oh, Starlight. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was when she says, "Oh, like she, like kind of his insecurities are are really brought to the surface, and you realize just some kind of like how petty Huey can be. Like that really hits when when Starlight's like, "Oh, you know, I thought it was the drugs." Like that that idea of like, "I thought it was the drugs," but no, this is really just who you yeah, are. Yeah. That realization. Um him. that was tough. That yeah. was tough. And the um, fact that it comes right after both of them have been teleported by Huey's yeah. powers and they're both naked and yeah, they, exactly. they're like, "Oh, we're naked. Oh, wait. Did you just save me again?" And then they just get right into it. It's like on site. I think their relationship has been I mean, obviously, beside the Butcher and Homelander and Temp V stuff, I really love the characterization of Huey and Starlight and visiting their relationship is always interesting, I feel like, because of the way that this show is paced and is written. There's always something to talk about between them. And there's, I mean, they're making decisions that impact the other and then they confront each other about it. They're not afraid to, like, speak their mind. That's just great writing and great development for both of them. And Herogasm was a turning point because, well, I guess Soldier Boy was the turning point. But yeah, Herogasm, again, Huey using V, going behind Starlight's back, saving her when she doesn't feel like she needs to be saved. Um, Very good. Both of them were handled quite well this season, I thought. Um, Yeah. And the Herogasm, that was the first time we saw Homelander fight, right? True. That's also true. So, I mean, that was a huge point. Um, And the fact that the fight itself was stellar, you know, Soldier Boy having his, um, he's got performance issues at the end, which I thought was funny. He's like, oh, why can't I do this? Um, That was a good way for like Homelander to get out of there because I feel like they could have just stopped his ass and got him. Huey, Butcher, uh, and Soldier Boy, that's a team, that's a team up that could presumably take Homelander down. And it's only because of, soldier boys ineffectiveness that homelander was even able to get out of there like that just shows that your villain is vulnerable like i i enjoyed that and yeah the fight was kick ass so yeah for sure 
Um, <clears throat> and then the next episode, the that's the one we get the realization um, that Soldier Boy is Homelander's daddy. Yeah. Oh man, the sperm donor. Yeah. Um, Beat my meat into a cup. <laughs> and then Voldemort used that as DNA. And then Voldemort uh, used it to create Vecna. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, uh, so, Soldier Boy I, I is really not... like. I really yeah. like that. I really like that twist. Oh, um, same. And I like. And I also really like how Soldier Boy like, like still like reacted to it because then that gets into something in like in the final episode but like he's like how could i not be a proud father to step aside and let you take the limelight which which is like oh yeah that's those that's those 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 old school values but then you realize it's it's not actually that because then um unless i i don't really have anything other for that episode than the than the the dad reveal i don't um well soldier boy um kills a priest and oh, another because yeah. <laughs> yeah. this was oh, all he's so going after mesmer he's, he's going, going after, after mesmer, mesmer mastermind right. or whatever his name is mindstorm that's his name mindstorm um and the way that soldier boy just kills mindstorm is just brutal he just like throws his shirt over his head and just bashes his brains in with the shield which kind of echoes um, U.S. agent from what was it Falcon and the Winter Soldier last year when he goes ape and just smashes that that dude's True. head True. in uh, France or whatever. I thought that that episode was was stellar. We got to learn more about Black Noir. Oh, that's right. history. We also that get to had. learn. We also get to learn about um, Butcher, right? Yeah, dude, Butcher, yeah, the whole yeah, yeah, the whole freaking episode, he was trapped yeah, in Mindstorm's illusion, which is just his memories and the we fact need to that learn about his little brother. His brother, about, the like, trauma he suffered as a kid, you know, having to so protect his younger brother and then leaving and then being haunted by that decision. Yeah. Um, which ties in beautifully with his relationship with Huey, because especially the last episode, he's like, you know, you you are, you look like him. It obviously yeah, talking about his younger brother true. and um, that that's a great story. I mean, it's not really touched upon too much this season, but that's something that could just carry a season. I mean, and the fact that the boys has that just kind of going on in the background and it revisits it every, every now and again, I mean, amazing. And Huey already has a great story with starlight and the temp V it's just the way that these yeah. characters are interwoven with each other is incredible. So props so to the boys team. So the, just yeah, and stellar, stellar writing of this stellar. franchise, this series. All around, it's, just, it's amazing. But um, dude, then, Black Noir. Yeah, dude. The so Black, um, Noir, Black Noir. I, like so, like you feel bad, but like the realization of just like because he got half of his brain just scrambled by um, Soldier Boy. And that's the reason he is like this. It's it's so insane. Yeah, I love sucks. that they. It's it's so sad, but like I love this little this this realization that he um has these like cartoon animals in his head, and that's yeah how he sees the world. Like, I, love I thought that. that was so cool. That was great. Um, but which yeah, reminded dude, me. Like, 
it reminded me a lot of like we'll, we'll talk a little bit about Miss Marvel later, but the pilot episode of Miss Marvel had a lot of that little animated little things that oh, would yeah, you sure. know pop up in the in the pilot. It's unfortunate the that the rest of the, the difference is drop that. But, it, but yeah, uh, it I mean, Black Noir is insane, so he can actually see yeah. and interact with the cartoon. Yeah, exactly. Stuff. It's more it's more they're focused on the um, the kid aspect when it's yeah. Miss Marvel. Um, it's not really yeah, the same, but well, it's similar. So yeah, I just yeah. I love both. I mean, I love it when live action stuff is mixed with brilliant animation. So both mediums are as valid as the other. So that's all I'll say. Um, but yeah, the, he no, just gets just... man, Black Noir. He he went out pretty poorly, especially yeah, for a character that poorly. people love. Right? <laughs> it's true. I mean, it's people true. love Black Noir, so. Um, what? Like so, chunk it's yeah, dude. I don't know how to talk about this this episode without like talk, going directly to Homelander finds his kid. And yeah, I mean, we'll just Butcher, go straight into the last three episodes. I mean, it all ties together. Because, so. because Butcher is kind kind of an asshole to Ryan before he leaves. Ryan's like, yeah, screw Butcher, and goes with his dad. So then, in the final exactly. scene, you get uh, you get Ryan, you get Homelander just using his kid as a sh- as a shield, and oh then gosh. you know, proud grandpa kicks so, him in the teeth, Soldier Boy, and gets all like Soldier Boy gets all like, it's so because he's a he's ready to stab Butcher in the back. Mm-hmm. And then he decides against it because Homelander, you know, does something. I cannot remember. But, like, it's – the fight in this episode is just so confusing. Like, there's so many different angles to it. Bro. And then they finally – before they fight, that's insane that, like – Dude, tactically – like, from a tactical standpoint, the fight in Vought Tower is – it's absurd. Like Soldier Boy goes in with Butcher, like they're firmly on the same side. Um, you kind of feel like Soldier Boy is a little conflicted because of the the father stuff, but then again, he doesn't really care. It seems like because his father wasn't great to him. And then when he shows yeah. up in front of Homelander, he's like, "You're a huge disappointment." He's just echoing what his father told him, right? And then he just decides to kick the crap out of Ryan. Which is odd because he knows that Butcher is on his side. Like, he knows what their common goal is. So why would you attack his son? Which seemed like, like, I liked it because it it created, like, this huge wave of emotions. And then Butcher fights Soldier Boy. And then you got everybody just fighting each other. But if I was, like, Huey, I'd be like, Soldier Boy, why would you do that? Why are you fighting? We have a chance to kill Homelander again because they have Maeve on their side as well. So... The Herogasm stuff was great because you have three soups against Homelander, but now you have like a legit superhero and Soldier Boy and Butcher. Like Homelander should have gone down, whether or not Ryan was there or not. Like even Butcher should have stepped in and just went to Ryan like immediately and got him out of there. Like tactically, it just made it was absurd. But the fight was good. But yeah, and then Maeve shows up uh, and. That fight between Maeve and and Homelander is 
brutal. Like, oh yeah. Like honestly, it's funny too because like the whole time, like Homelander just does not care. Like he's just no. like, can I, I just want to, I just want to get out of here. Like you're in my way. Um, bro, the history that those two characters have, it's it's nasty. Great. They've got blackmail on each other. They've got like a sexual history that goes way back even before the beginning of the series. You know, like they were a couple, they were an item. There's bitterness there. You thought Huey and Starlight stuff was bad? Dude, Maeve and Homelander is like nuclear. Yeah, it's crazy. And they're Um, just taking each other's eyes out and just brutal. Yeah. Loved it. Um, Such a good (laughs) season. Would you, what, how would you, where would you put this in, in the seasons? Like, what do you think, what would you say rating wise? Oh man. How, um, how did you like, like overall was season three a success for you? Were there things yeah. that you w- still wish they had done differently? Um, anything you would add it? You wish you had more of? Well, we talked about, um, you brought up some previous points that we had in the stranger yeah. things conversation. I'll bring up something that we talked about earlier with the boys is that one of my predictions was I thought with the inclusion of temporary V we would see all the boys get powers at some point didn't happen. So I was a little disappointed in that, but the way that they wrapped everything up solid, I don't, I don't care, you know, toss my dumb ideas out the window, man. They've got, they know what they're doing. So it's all good. It gives season four an interesting premise too, because you have butcher, who did use that compound V one more time and it's, it's paying, he's paying for it. He is, yeah. he's got, he's got, he's a, got year, a timer exactly. now, which he's is, I guess year. that's true. I was going to, I was going to say, it seems like there wasn't much pushback from Huey and butcher abusing the temp V formula so much. Cause it's like, Oh, it liquefies your brain. Right. I thought we'd really see some. Yeah, but Huey stopped. Huey stopped. Like that's that was the point because that was the point of him locking Huey in the bathroom. Yeah, was like, no, you're not I'm trying to. Didn't Huey not. have a vial of Temp V with him at the at the Vought Tower battle in the end? Did he use it? What happened to that? Am I crazy? No, he, I don't think he did use it. He didn't use it. He didn't use it, but he had it. So what happened to that? It was like a little can of green serum. No. Um... I don't remember. He didn't have the. No, I don't think he had it with him. Um, he, he found a, a. He found a spare vial. Yeah, that was after. Right was after, but that was that was before. That was before he um, butcher locked him in the bathroom. Remember, so like that vial got taken. Butcher took that vial. That was the whole point. Oh, okay. Yeah. Huh. So. Okay. Um, that makes sense. And then you got Kimiko who she love Kimiko decides that she wants to have powers and that's how she wants to live, which I think that's, that was really cool to see like that character development of her going, all right, screw it. I'm going to have powers. <laughs> um, I think, I think I'm excited for season four. I think, you know, the, the cool part is like soldier boy is still alive. Maeve's still alive. He is, on, he is on ice. Maeve is still alive. She well, doesn't good. have powers. You're, we're not going to see her in the show anymore, probably, I would imagine. True. Um, but I love that. I love that, like, Maeve made the ultimate <sighs> sacrifice to do what she needed to do. Um, She's got a great character arc. Her whole story really from, you know, being this embittered member of the Seven to being ousted 
basically like when she was in the seven, she had like no free will. She was locked behind all these corporate doors and all these people telling her what to do. I'm glad that this season she was able to be like, no, I'm going to train. I'm going to get prepared to take on Homelander. And then when the time comes, she, she found out how to, how to be selfless and how to sacrifice herself for others. I mean, up until this point, it's all been about her. Right. But now, True. you know, she's been rewarded, I, I guess, is uh, it feels like she has a, a decent conclusion to her storyline. Um, you're probably yeah, right. We sure. probably won't get any more of her, but oh my gosh, what is <laughs> never mind. I can't say it. She had a really great line when Huey walked in. He's like, oh, Maeve, nice to see you. How are you today? And then she just every chance she gets just dogs on Huey, just one liners, insults. Oh, those, those, you know the line I'm talking about? Oh, great stuff. Um, no. I'll, I'll text, I, I'll text it to you. My, bra- my, brain is, my brain is completely fried on that one. Um, yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't know what more I could say about the show. It's good. Um, writing is phenomenal. Um, like... it, pacing feel, felt great this season, too. Um, it just felt like right when something needed to happen to kind of propel it to the next phase it did yeah. um and yeah, so, yeah, yeah yeah i loved it it's I, always I it's always moving it. and that's just my, another... definitely i think this is my favorite season out of the out of the bunch oh yeah the rankings um, yeah what would you rank my favorite. i don't really know this this is my favorite and then it's the first one and then it's the first season and then it's the second season and then second yeah what even that's, um that's kind of where i am honestly i'm probably the stormfront same was stormfront was season two that's right. Stormfront and Ryan. Ryan was a big part, which is actually right. something that this year, this season was really great because we didn't have to deal with Ryan all the time. He's just kind of off on his own. It's fine. Yeah, they, the they end, use that character in a, in a good in a good way this season. I feel like it's feel like, like they didn't forget about him, there. but he's right. not really important to what's going on. True. So I appreciated yeah, that. I, I agree. I agree with that. I agree with um, that. I, I, I think we're we're on the same page with our rankings. Um, the only thing is um, is um, what is like the seven doesn't exist, right? There's only three of them left, and the deep goes off. Uh, and, He's, the yeah. deep is firmly in Homelander's camp, right? There's no way out for him. He's probably just Homelander's probably going to kill him. Or he's going to get put in prison for the rest of his life for doing the horrible things that he's doing. And then you have A-Train, who's got his speed back, but Homelander hates him. Because he got a super heart. (laughs) He's got a super heart, but he killed a fellow soup at Herogasm. Homelander knows, you know, because there's not much that gets past him. So they hate each other. It's basically Homelander versus the world, but he has the yeah. world on his side, so it's the world versus the boys, which is going to be great for True. season five. True, and, and we've that, got um, Starlight now being a, and a being a full member of the boys. Starlight's a member uh, of the because boys. She, she quits. She quits the seven, um, which I think is really good for her character. I think, I think if we would have, I think if we had drawn out, I think we if we had drawn out her involvement with the seven one more season, it would have been too much. So I'm really glad that they. Um, they did everything with her character this season, but yeah, yeah, definitely. I'm, I'm very happy with it. Um, very, just we're in a great, we're in a great era of TV. Um, and so now we we get to move on to my PSA. Um, one thing everybody knows on this show, 
is that the to the three people who actually listen to each of these episodes um is that i was not a huge fan of miss marvel promotional <laughs> material um i think this podcast I, is pretty well known for dogging yeah, on miss marvel the it's whole, very whole documented time. it's very documented that i was not a, a fan and i think i even said at one point that they needed to get a different actress who could act um so i Ouch. need to really eat my words on that one um but so i was wrong folks uh i watched actually landon had said that like and and i'd been seeing pretty good things coming out of miss marvel um and it just it still was just like i was just no i'm not doing it it's it is the highest thing. rated mcu project of all time that, it's at like 95 yeah. run tomatoes which doesn't mean I anything will, but still. yeah i Hard to ignore. I don't think I, I still don't think it's a great show, but I think it's good when it because it knows the the aspects that it hits, it hits them hard and it hits them well and it does really good at it. Um yeah. I really hate the pilot. I really hate the pilot. Like you mentioned like, that this, earlier. You gotta explain this, yourself because I so this, far I think it's the best we've seen. This show, this show does such a poor job of selling itself. Like, honestly, it sells itself just awfully. Like, it's really bad. Like the marketing like, or what? Like the marketing marketing material is really bad for this show. And you know yeah. what? I stand by it. If I had just watched what the marketing material was and never actually took a chance to watch the show, I'd still say it sucks. It looks awful. None of the promotional material... It makes any sense it well my thing is i just like i haven't really seen any marketing for miss marvel that right there is a huge mark against mm, the show because i just haven't I really guess. seen that much <laughs> i guess I mean, it came I out was... during kenobi which is the biggest thing of all time so the odds were always stacked against miss marvel's favor but i'm glad to hear True. that people love it um i I'll just my so, full ratings yeah my thing my biggest thing was like the the pilot for me just was just uh anything the school is my least favorite part of that show and so yes. the first pilot being that the pilot was in her school for most of it that's why it's my most hated part of the show once the show gets away from focusing on all of the like hip acts aspects of like showing like what school looks like nowadays like nobody wants there's a okay. reason everybody has whole stories about high school Nobody school wants sucks. to go back and relive in high school. So like modern modern school it. is garbage. Quit, quit making Nobody high school look it. try to look appealing. Nobody wants it to be appealing. Everybody hates it. Plus we have Peter um, Parker for that. It's valid. Uh but once he gets outside, the actual story her family, the story with her family, the story with Bruno, yeah. the story with Bruno. The story that of her trying to figure out what's going on, the the connection with her family, it works and it works very very well. The the emotional beats hit, especially when she's dealing yeah. with her mom and like her she her feeling like her mom does not understand her and does not care to understand her. Yeah, and like it's so good and it just works. And I was very surprised on how much I actually really liked the show and felt that it, the, I, I, because I'll say it, 
the biggest issue that I had with this show is I it it sold itself as like trying to be this woke thing. And I was very afraid, like, I like, and that's also why I hate the high school part because it's like, oh, let's get as woke as possible and everything, yeah, it feels, whatever. It feels that way. It's like, it just, it feels that way. Once you get outside of the school, it does not, it, it literally, it focuses on this family that they talk about how they struggled in America and like how um, they struggled coming here and like, and providing a life for themselves. And it's like, it's the immigrant story. And it's and it's done in yeah. such a cool way. And then you go to India, and they and they show India as it's so like or Pakistan, not India. Right. Sorry, my bad. She goes really to cool. The culture, the culture part of that is really cool. Um, and she's not that. She's not a. Te- she's actually a pretty decent actress for a kid. She's a very decent. She's very good. Iman Vellani is very talented. And she's not just good. her acting ability, but the way that she's handled the whole press circuit for Miss Marvel. Oh, I'm very impressed with the way that she handles and conducts herself in interviews, in open oh. situations like red carpet affairs and things like that. She's very on top of like who she is. I I, I yeah, like her a lot. Very, very good. Very good. And she I could I could totally see her character and Spider-Man meeting. I think that'd be hilarious. I think yeah. I think that would just be a funny ass introduction or like interaction between the two of them based off of how they both play their characters. Like you know, Miss Marvel is gonna just flip like when she sees Spider Man, and then like, and he's gonna be like, yo yo yo, yo like relax, and and she's just it's be, interesting. Like, it's interesting that you'd bring up Spider Man because. And you, you mentioned Bruno earlier, which I love the friendship that Kamala and Bruno have. Sure. I feel like Bruno is legit. Like what every it's everything that Peter Parker embodies is like the character of Bruno. I feel like he's a genius. He does what's right. He's loyal to his friends. He's a good person. Like all that is just like the basics of a great Peter Parker. And every time he's on screen, I'm just like, Oh, it's uh, it's uh, it's Peter Parker, but it's not Spider Man. It's just this nice guy, Pete. I think that that actor, you know, if Tom Holland didn't have the greatest job of all time, that actor would be a catch for Spidey. Um, True, not bad. Not a bad idea. Um, so, so then there's so the show's great. Um, I actually am completely fine with them changing her her characters. Uh, power sets i think it works i still i think i think she still plays the character like yeah. like miss marvel from the comics that i it works there was only one time in the show that i did not like uh the like the the cg effects that they used so like it's you it's mostly actually pretty decent work i'm only um, ever familiar with her powers when she uses her embiggened fists right like that's the only way that i have seen her powers manifested in like comic book form is elongated limbs and giant fists so that's gonna get old really quickly and if i mean if they are saving all that stretchy power stuff for for reed richards yeah it makes sense that they change up her powers it doesn't really bother me too much yeah but it does kind of bother me it does kind of bother me that she's a mutant because 
she Why? is firmly because she's firmly in the Inhumans in the comic books, and isn't that like an so, integral part of her superhero story? No, not really. It's like yeah, that's it's the only reason a, she becomes. That's the only reason. So she came about at a time when they were trying to push mutants out the door and focus right, on humans because, the, because the, Fox owned right. uh, X Men. Very much. Nobody cares about the Inhumans. Nobody gives a crap about the Inhumans. I mean, I don't Nobody care cares. about the Inhumans either, but in the interest of, you know, trying to stay true to a character and the origins and the way that they were written, that writer wrote her as an Inhuman, right? And that's just an, a missed opportunity, I feel like, to earn back fans of the Inhumans, right? Because we just got a great Black Bolt iteration, albeit a variant from another universe. And then you have Miss Marvel. I just feel like they're really firmly shutting off, shutting the door on a lot of potential story options. Um, yes, they did. Human, you can do. You poorly. can literally do. You can do all of Kamala Khan's like best stories as her just being a mutant. It literally Kamala Khan's all character right, has well, never right has never been whatever. Like, I mean, like her character at, at is not, basis, is not she's important. Just, she's just different genetically, whether that's the Terrigen yeah. Mists or and, the Mutation. Like, like at, the end of the day, at the end of the day, Marvel is going to be focusing on mutants. So turning Kamala, yeah. Kamala Khan into a mutant is not, like, that big of an issue. Um, you know, it's... It, yeah, none of, none of Kamala Khan's, like, stories... Uh, in, at, in her entire comic book history have really like been super focused on the fact that she was an inhuman she was always kind of like off on her own as an inhuman anyways so it like never made it did, doesn't matter um so yeah i have no problem with that especially because hey you know what we finally got the word mutant in the mcu um mutation so, well, I haven't seen it. I don't know. They play the nineties X Men okay, theme. That, that was really that felt like it was really pandering with the inclusion of the X Men theme. Well, because they they said mutations, and so they right. wanted the, the little hint. Plus, this is come. This is like Miss Marvel. So they've like they've hint her. They've hinted at her being. I mean, she was at Avengers Con. So yeah. like, it's that little playful. Hey, this is a kid show, so we can play. We can have that little tinge of the of the the x-men's theme um and then finally we get a we get yeah uh carol danvers something happened the gauntlet the gauntlet kind of freaks out and all of a sudden teleports carol danvers through kamala's uh closet door so i would think either marvels is going to start as us, like with Carol Danvers in Kamala uh, Khan's uh, like room, and then like flashback three days before, kind of a thing. Right. Or I, it'll be interesting to see where they start the show. I'm also very interested. I think I think it's going to be a riot to see Miss Marvel and Captain Marvel interact. Yeah, I also don't think that's going to happen until like. From what I've seen, I mean, what I've seen of Miss Marvel, she's just, she's going to freak out. And I like the way that Iman Vellani is playing that character. I think Brie Larson has the potential to do very interesting things with Captain Marvel. I just wasn't impressed with her solo 
movie I, yeah, a couple I mean, years back. And I'm, a huge but I, I'm not against the, the Captain Marvel stuff. I mean, I liked the inclusion of the character from WandaVision. I can't remember her name, but the three of those, the three of them coming together for a film. Heck yeah. Sign me up. I think that sounds yeah, great. I think, it'll be really, I think it'll be really cool. Um, the, the footage we get from Miss Marvel and in, in the end credit scene, um, that's it, right? She's not in anything else. It's just that. No, she just pops it's up. just that. Okay, that's yeah. what I thought. Um, she she's sporting a new look, and I like it. I'm Better digging look. it. I'm really I'm really happy we're not doing the mohawk. I like the idea of that. It's uh, the helmet is just forcing all of her hair like up to the center, so it looks like a mohawk. I, I love mean, that's it. what the first movie did, and that's that's fine. That's completely fine with me. Um, I like it when characters yeah, have like masks like and I like it when characters have masks and they really adopt a superhero identity, right? It, it kind of annoys me when characters are, are just who cares about the secret identity stuff. That's why Spider-Man is still very much. Uh, it, that's why Spider-Man is so interesting to me is because he has that duality, right? He's got a life to live. He's also got this superhero thing going on. And when you, take away the borders and just take away the mask and just blend those two worlds together. I just feel like it's a little less interesting. So if Captain Marvel has a mask on, I'm all for that. It, it also just looks visually interesting. Like look at Moon Knight. The costume is sick. Um, what was I going to talk about? Oh, I hate the way that I, I hate all of Captain Marvel's costumes, by the way. I didn't like the way that it looked in her first movie. I didn't like her redesign in Endgame. With like all the blue, it just was too much. There's no balance there. But what I saw of Miss Marvel, she's just kind of wearing like a leather shirt, I guess, like with some gloves. Like, like that's coat. all you need. So it, it very much looks like she's um it very much looks like they're kind of adopting more of that Guardians of the Galaxy S-ness. Yeah, she's got like her space. sleeves rolled up. That's a yeah, good look. Her sleeves are rolled up. She's got the and hand, the gloves, and like, cool. She's definitely she looks, probably rock, looks like a rock star. I mean, she definitely still probably has Cree technology as well, so you can just yeah, do sure. whatever you want. But I think that Kamala will have a big influence. And Kamala's costume is great. I haven't seen oh, it yeah. where I'm at. Oh. I'm only at the end of episode three. She hasn't gotten her costume yet. She just got the mask, but it's very well done. All the very well stuff, done. Her costume is great, like spot on. It's got the weird MCU alterations, but for the most part, it's very subtle and still is very true to that. I would love to see Kamala have influence on Carol Danvers in her costume and her her look, right? Give her the sash, give her that long sweeping sash that she has. I've always loved that look for, for Captain Marvel. And, and Warbird, like her Miss Marvel look before she became Captain Marvel the black with the, the S and like the sash, that's a great look. So I hope Kamala has some sort of influence on that. Yeah, for sure. She could use it, honestly. For sure. Um, um, but yeah, no, so that, that was kind of just, that was the basis of like what I wanted to talk about. Um, it's very, the oh, the other thing is, this is the best paced show that Marvel has put out. This, yeah. it, it, it doesn't feel like they front load everything onto the first episode and then the the next three episodes don't make like just are boring and just slog along and then you get the last two episodes this show paces very well um 
one of the better, sh- like, very good compared, like, best, yeah. better. When it comes to Disney Plus, my brain is just. Well, I, th- I think I know where you're going with it because a lot of people are sick of like the six episode format. They're like, this is yes. not great. Either do like the standard 12 episodes of television or well, like Netflix's eight episodes is pretty good. Especially, too. With, especially with six episodes where they front load a f- one episode, the first episode. Then you have three to four episodes of just boredom. And then right. five and six get to all of the, the action. Like, yeah. So I understand why people are, are like bored and just tired of it. This is a, this show shows, Hey, we can tell the full story that we want to tell in six episodes and do it in a way that you won't feel like you're getting yanked around at yeah. all times, which was great. And I think, I, I think more shows, especially from Disney plus need to look at this show as an example of like, Oh, Hey, this is how you do it. Right. Um, and that's where because, yeah. I think I, that's where I think the smaller scale storytelling at the beginning of Miss Marvel is really a great aspect of the show, because just look at Obi Wan Kenobi. The first three episodes, he goes to three separate planets and is just being chased the whole time, and he's having to save Leia, run with Leia, save Leia again, run with Leia. Miss Marvel is. Just a neighborhood in New Jersey. We visit the mosque. We visit the school. We visit her home life. And it's balanced very well in those first three episodes. And then after that first three episode, after the third episode, where we are firmly established what Kamala's life is like, then we go to India. And I haven't seen any of that stuff. But that feels like a a great way to do this six episode stuff is you have a clear midpoint, which is after episode three, change stuff up and then get to the the climactic stuff and get to the falling action and all this. And it's taken Marvel and Disney a a solid year and about six different Disney plus shows to understand the new formula, right? Because television is always changing, especially now that we have streaming. Nobody's really figured it out yet. You have the boys, which is dropping like three episodes and then it's individually doing them. I still like how Disney plus individually drops episodes per week. I think that's a great format. They just have to figure out the flow of the story within those six episodes. And you're right. I think Miss Marvel has done the best at it, probably, so far. Yeah. Um, yeah. What's up with well, the yeah. villains, though? Because that's pretty. That's that's oh, the, the biggest weakest part for me right now is there's no villains like at all. <laughs> there's you have oh, you'll, you get there. but no, you, you 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 get there. You get there. Okay. What you have to realize is this is a coming of age story. So the first couple, like, and that's the thing, like the first couple episodes, honestly, though, I didn't have a problem with the villains showing up so late in the show because I, I was completely on board with more of the, I like the fact that the more of the mystery of, of the first cut three episodes is like focused on her family yeah, and her learn, trying to learn her powers and figure out how you know why why this amulet is was given to her what her grandma has to do with any of this i think that mystery is more interesting than any villain that they could be introducing at the same time in these for sure first three in the first three episodes especially that completely fine and then when villains do show up it works in the story for me it works because she's come come to a realization about, you know, the amulet 
at that point yeah. it makes sense that those that these people would show up um i just so. i love all the home life stuff and that story is strong enough to just carry the series like i don't think it really needs an antagonist or, or like a main villain it's just like the antagonist that we do have it's split up between two separate parties that just seemingly have nothing to do with one another. You have damage control trying to go after Kamala. And then you have the Jin, which is like a weird family tie multiversal. Okay, but, but like, do they have to, why, why do they have to, why do they have to combine? Cause like damage control makes well, I'd sense. Like to see... We're living in a world, we're living in a world that still has the Sokovia accords. Yeah. So this is a, this is a, the damage control makes sense because they're going after. No, it does. Europe. The, the antagonist and then the, makes sense. And then I would the, just like to see it more centralized in some way. Like, may, I, I don't know what the djinn are yet. I mean, in the last 15 minutes of okay. the previous episode, like, you really started to feel like, oh, these are the villains, maybe. But damage Not control sure. is just here and there. It just pops up. I just yeah. would like to see a centralized something. And it's probably coming down the line. But that's interesting. really the only uh, negative thing I have to say about it. And then the, I'm I'm annoyed in the fact that they dropped all the cool graffiti and animation that they had in the pilot. I oh, think that was the real thing that hooked me. Was like this is fantastic. Uh, they still they still they still have it going on. Dang, a little you're, bit. Uh, you're, Mostly uh, when it's texts. Like you'll have a text yeah, bubble pop yeah, up. Like that's that's. But I was really hoping to see things. more of when Bruno and Kamala are just like walking down a street. You'd literally have their thoughts painted out on a brick wall. Oh, yeah, like, that just this looks isn't amazing. an animated movie. Yeah, that's the um, thing. Like you still, like you still have, you're still, you still get bits and pieces of that, especially like through text messages and stuff like that. Yeah, um, I, I like that creative part of it, and it, it feels yeah, fresh. For sure. for sure. Well, yeah, I think guys, just have their own identity. So that, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. This show definitely, definitely is unique and definitely has its own identity. Um, for sure. The, the cultural, you mentioned... they do so well. They do such a great job with the cultural Pakistani stuff. Yeah. Um, her, her family life and just what, Oh, the fact that like, this is in Jersey. I love that too. Jersey. Um, you get to see like, you get to see it during, close to the end she's like looking out and the you know the new york skyline is is in is visible so that's really cool do you I love see that. avengers tower though can you see it is it uh, in there no well it's no longer avengers tower so it doesn't look it also true. Got uh, that's true it that's a great point actually like, it also doesn't look like avengers tower what is happening yeah, there? is it the baxter building is it oscorp what the hell is going on um, um yeah no so good uh yeah i don't have anything i was gonna say that you mentioned the culture thing too that's something that was kind of a a, a turnoff for me to this show was i just wasn't interested in the culture culture part of it because it, it seemed like oh it's, it's disney going woke again and like all this stuff it's really yeah. not i mean you touched upon this earlier but it just feels like it's trying to be its own cultural thing i mean the the show is firmly about this Pakistani Muslim family and learning more about that doesn't feel like it's ham fisted at all. It doesn't feel like it's forced in by Disney. Like this is what the creators wanted to do. Same thing with Moon Knight. Like they wanted to inject a lot of that Egyptian culture and flavor into it, which makes it feel natural. And here you have the same thing. And they do it. They do it natural. 
not woke. They do it historically. They do it historically. They do it all of that. It's very yeah. That's the thing. It's it's not the story about a Pakistani family that like they have an agenda to serve you. To no, they're just there, man. They're just there. It's it's not like hey, let's push you know, let's push these cultural norms farther and you know create a joke. You don't end up creating a joke because this is a family that like hey, like the partition of um, India and Pakistan is a yeah. very central theme to some of the the, the british of empire and how family. they view that whole stuff and is interesting it's so interesting it's so cool they do such a good job with that sh- with this show to show all of this and it just gets better as the show goes on um, and her family is great her parents oh, are adorable i, I love like her, her brother he's he's a huge dork but yeah, you know that's that's getting true. married that's a whole thing in the first three episodes um Bruno is great. I just think the it's a sh- very solid. The show, show also does a really good job of of riding the line where the the stakes feel um, real enough to to matter to the characters that you're watching. Yeah, like, and they're so like they're they're not they're not like yes they technically are end of the world. There's there's some end of the world stakes that end up showing up, which and you'll you'll like get into that. But they're also they also it doesn't feel like the show takes a turn once you're like oh my god it, it could be the end of the world we're going to it's India like, what's oh, going to happen yeah. is it going to be crazy yeah. yeah it doesn't go from it doesn't go from oh this is Miss Marvel to oh my god this is Avengers End or it doesn't Infinity go to Conchu literally changing the night sky during one episode yeah. and having no yeah, exactly. for that happening exactly I love exactly. Moon Knight but that I, the more I think about that one was why is nobody talking about <laughs> yeah. this. <laughs> yeah for sure yeah i love um, the smaller scale stuff i love yeah, just hanging out in jersey t- testing her powers like that i'm a sucker for that kind of stuff yeah, for sure so well guys this was another successful got. episode of uh the podcast this was episode 40 today whoa that's a milestone. So that's, that's pretty cool um yeah you know uh let us know let us know what you think let us know if you guys watch the boys if you guys watched Miss Marvel, if you guys watched uh, Stranger Things, go on Instagram, talk to us. Did you watch Thor: Love and Thunder? And if so, did what you did you think? Because what you think? We're gonna talk about it next week. Super excited yeah. to talk about it next week because I, I really like. I had fun with it, and I'm interested to see it again. Um, but yeah, with, with, with without further ado, we will see you guys later. Have a great week, and uh, we'll catch you on the flip side. Bye, guys.